really quickly, if you go with me in your Bibles, because I know everybody got one, you either got a Bible or a smart device, go to Psalm for me, go to the book of Psalm, and I'm going to read in your hearing Psalm 42, Psalm 42, thank you Lord, thank you Lord, for the sake of time I'll read Psalm 42 verse 5. When you have Psalm 42, verse 5, I want you to signify by saying, I have the bread. It is the custom of our church that we stand for the reading of God's word. The Bible says, why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help. I shall praise him for the help of his countenance and all of God's people said amen you can be seated in the presence of the Lord I'll just have a conversation with you because I've already preached the message but I'll have a conversation with you before we close in these last few moments I want to talk to you from the subject surviving the lonely place surviving the lonely place Well, first of all, let's describe what loneliness is. I mean, we know what it is, but unpacking it, what it makes you feel like, oftentimes becomes very complicated. But loneliness is a real feeling and emotion. And a lot of us, uh, we're suffering from loneliness, but we haven't acknowledged it. Because maybe you just feel like you're in a moment or you're having just a bad day. But loneliness is a real feeling and emotion. Loneliness often is a product of feeling disconnected or feeling of not being loved. Now, the challenge with that is you can be suffering from loneliness and be around people. So it's not a lack of people, it's a lack of connectivity. I want you to know that Adam was not lonely. The Bible says he was alone. And being alone and being lonely is two different things. Because you can be alone and be good. (laughs) As a matter of fact, I'm around people all the time. Uh, I just was on a uh, tour for two weeks going around the nation of Israel from the Dead Sea to the holy city of Jerusalem with 40-some people, including my wonderful mother. I said all that to say this. I was okay when I got back home just to be alone. You know, loneliness, it's complicated because you can feel alone having 10 kids. And then when they grow up and leave, you feel alone again. (laughs) That loneliness is a real feeling and emotion, but Adam wasn't lonely. He was just alone. Why? Because loneliness is a product of our fallen nature. It is. Now, because I say fallen nature is important that I describe to you, everything that's a part of our fallen nature is not the devil. Being a spiritual person does not negate you having human experiences. Yes. Because some of you are super spiritual in this room. And because you're super spiritual, when you have moments of loneliness, you think it's beneath you. And so instead of saying this is an issue with me, it's easier for you to rebuke a devil that has nothing to do with it. 
I rebuke you, devil. I rebuke you, devil. You're trying to rebuke the fact that you are human. Mm. You're spiritual. You are spiritual. You got the Holy Ghost. You're prophetic. I saw the way you danced across the floor. But that does not mean you won't have to have human experiences. We will go through grief. We will suffer loss like everybody else. And people of God deal with loneliness. Loneliness is a human condition and not a demon to rebuke. Mm. So I've already told you one cause of loneliness is the fallen nature. And when I talk about fallen nature, that means when Adam was walking with God, even though he did not have an Eve, he was not lonely. Right? Loneliness came about when Adam sinned and then he realized I'm uncovered. There's an inadequacy. There's an in insufficiency. There's an emotional and a spiritual and a mental deficit. Well, we are all the children of that Adam. We weren't there when he did it, but we still deal with the effects of it. But I'm thankful for the second Adam. That when Jesus Christ came, he came as the second Adam. Now, we who are born of the spirit. Now, what was a deficiency means now we're self-sufficient in him. For the Bible says in Colossians chapter 2 and verse 9, in him lies the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Verse 10 says, and we are complete in him. I want you to look at somebody and tell them I'm complete in Jesus. I can't wait to be complete in you because if I try to be complete in you, I will lose me. But I can lose myself in Jesus and actually find myself. I can lose myself in Jesus and actually discover my real identity. What causes loneliness? Somebody shout comparison. So you start dealing with loneliness, you got to know when to unplug from social media. Because social media is good for connectivity and allows us to see into other people's lives and other people's worlds. But some of us were happy until we found out that we don't supposed to be happy because we don't have something that somebody else has. And it can start making you feel lonely because everyone looks like they got somebody and everybody looks like they're happy and everybody looks like they're content when only they're the only thing they're posting are their highlights they're posting their mountain peaks and not their depths of valleys mm, tell your neighbor I have some valleys I have some valleys fallen nature and comparison does it and let me tell you something that does it Bell. life life changes can cause you to become lonely because you can find yourself in a routine and in a rhythm and something can happen to interrupt that. Now you no longer know where you are. You've never been here before in life. And so now you're trying to gauge who you are. See, first of all, sound is sound because of sound barriers. You hear me? I mean, sound is sound because of sound barriers. We hear it because there's something for it to bounce off of. But what happens when you send a sound and there's no signal coming back? Or it takes a long time to hear it back. And so many of us find ourselves in rooms that are not, that are not uh, uh, noticeable to us. 
We're in a space in our lives we've never been before and it causes us to be lonely. Someone dies. You experience a divorce. You lose your job. You retire. Your children grow up. Your children go to school. Your children move out. Now, who are you outside of what you do? I'm not screaming, but I'm preaching. I want you to hear me. And the reason why we need to have this discussion about loneliness, because loneliness that's not handled properly can become dangerous. You hear me often say, I won't looking for sin. I was just trying to fill a void. <laughs> I won't looking for a tactic or vice. I was just looking for a sedative. Something that could sedate the feeling of emptiness. <sighs> Have you ever experienced a broken heart till you went to sleep from it? To wake up the next day to see if it was still there. I mean, it's something that you can't touch, but you can feel. And oftentimes you can label the area that it's around. Sometimes it's in here. And then sometimes betrayal hits you here. <laughs> now, an MRI can't pick it up. An x-ray can't show it. But I can almost put my finger on it and wish I could cut it out some kind of way. I know you want me to get over it, but trust me, you don't want me to get over it more than I want myself to get over it. You don't want me to move past it more than I want myself to move past it. I ended up in some toxic situations and some toxic relationships and some made some bad decisions because I did not cope well with my loneliness. And you will never heal from what you don't reveal. You have to acknowledge and confess. Because what happens is, if you're lonely and all you do is rehearse the language of your loneliness, it begins to create a brain path to the point your loneliness feelings begin to determine a mindset. Your lonely feelings create a mindset and your mindset will create a reality. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so by myself. Oh, I need somebody. I'm not enough. And then that creates a mindset and now you start walking like you're not enough. You're not good. Nobody wants you. And what happens is it's like blood and shark infested waters. And after a while, something that was a feeling becomes an identity. How is it that Bartimaeus' blindness becomes an adjective to describe who he is? The Bible does not call him Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus. It calls him blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus. In other words, now he has become synonymous with his disability. And many of us, I know we all have lonely moments, but you must be careful how you handle them and how you process them. Because after a while, your loneliness becomes your identity. 
and tell your neighbor, tell your neighbor, you may have moments, but there's more to you than a moment. I just want to help somebody in here. I, you've had some moments. Come on, tell somebody, I've had some moments. I've had some moments I wish I could forget. I've had some moments I wish never to go back to and never to rehearse again. But look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, what's important for you to know is that a moment doesn't have to be your reality. It doesn't have to be your identity. And this message ain't for everybody and maybe it'll be for you next year but you better hear what I'm saying because many of us set ourselves back years because of decisions we made in the place called lonely and now you got somebody's baby that you operating as a sharecropper with y'all not saying nothing to me you never get to own it you only get to share it Now you birthed a vision that you started with somebody that never had a future in mind with you. Now something that you use just to sedate you, a nightcap just so you could rest well, now has become the way you function. Whoo! You used to sit out on a balcony because you was just trying to get through the moment and you sit on the balcony, ain't nothing wrong with just a little bit of puff here and there, but now you, try, now you got a weed man, you got, now you got, you got a phone number, they already know, hey you need anything, I'm just in the area, I just know you need... I know what you usually get. I got your usual. You up? I need I need somebody to point at this screen and shout. I stayed longer than I anticipated. Mm. Surviving a lonely place. Surviving. Hallelujah. Come on, push somebody. Tell them you gotta survive it. You got to. You got to survive. Hey, 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 hey. You, you, uh, you may can't go around it. You may have to go through it, but you better survive it. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. You may can't control how you feel, but you can control what you say. I need you to look at your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, change your language. Change your language and you'll change your destiny. Change your language and you'll change your future. The place is not my person. I don't have to take on the identity of the place. So then how do I, in my last eight minutes, how do I get, how do I survive it? How, really? How do I survive that place? When I find myself there, who do I, who do I talk to? How, who do I talk to? Because it is good to talk to people through that, you know? It's good to be honest. You got to find the right person. Hand me my towel, please. I tell your neighbor, but be very careful. Be, care be very careful who you sit with in your vulnerability. Be very careful. So who do you talk to when you're in that lonely place? Who do you talk to? Um, I'm reading a psalm today and we attribute uh, the Psalms, uh, we do, we attribute all the Psalms. <laughs> we know David didn't do all the Psalms, but we attribute it to all of them. <laughs> David, David knows what it feels like to be isolated. And he knows what it feels like to deal with loneliness. 
When I told uh, Morgan to write to, to create the background for this message, I didn't tell her where I was coming from, but it blessed me when she sent it to me. It was, it was an image of a cave. Because the cave was David's lonely place. You know, David uh, had to run from Saul and it made him lonely. Why? Because David had to run from somebody that he loved. Now, Saul loved David sometimes. Saul was bipolar and because he was bipolar, all of his relationships were bipolar. Because he was unstable, all of his relationships were unstable. One moment, he calling for David. Oh, you my David. And the next moment, he's throwing a javelin at him. How do you deal? I mean, how do you serve people? And how do you help people where you don't know whether they're going to reciprocate it with thank you or betrayal? How do, how do I know? Are you going to turn on me again? How can, I, how can I even unpack when I'm thinking you're going to cheat on me again? How can I unpack on this moment when I feel like you're going to turn your back on me again? Living in that is toxic. But it's what David knew. Living like that is toxic. But a part of David's loneliness is that he had to abandon a toxic relationship. See, this is why it's so complicated for some of us because we're mad at ourselves that we want something that hates us. We want something that's destroying us. We want something that don't benefit us well. And so David is dealing with loneliness because he loved Saul and he tried to make it work. He tried to make it work. And no matter what he did, he was living in a suspended place constantly because he didn't know who he was going to wake up to the next morning. He lost, he lost he lost Saul, who all he wanted from Saul was a father. No, no, for real. Now, the Bible doesn't say that. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. The Bible doesn't say all David wanted from Saul was a father. Verse number three. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say that. But I'm trying to figure out why would he be so addicted and loyal to Saul? I know we want to make him spiritual, but he's still a man. Why would he be so addicted and loyal to Saul? Well, I deduct from the historical scripture and context that there is something going on between David and his daddy, Jesse. You know, and now, hell, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it because some of you can't, don't, don't understand family dysfunction because you ain't never had it. But some of us, we read the text and we're like, mm-hmm. How is it that when Samuel comes to the house to find the next king of Israel, Jesse calls all of his sons but David? I'm trying to figure out what's wrong with me that I wasn't included. Y'all got a whole group chat outside of me. What did I do that I'm a second thought and an afterthought? 
not flow. Samuel said, are these all your sons? And read the text. He was like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I got one, but he out there in the field. In other words, it's almost like he don't count. And then he's removed after a certain time from his daddy's house to the court of Saul. And all he wants out of Saul is what he was missing in his father. And when you're lacking something, it'll make you choose wrongly. When you're lacking something, it'll make you stay loyal to something that's toxic. When you're lacking something. And so, and so now David is in the cave where he got a wife. But that's what I'm trying to tell you. Having a spouse is not a remedy for loneliness. Uh oh. Come on, I need some married people just to be honest with me. And it's not a throw off on your husband. It's not a throw off on your wife. I need y'all to help me communicate to us single people that the issue with your loneliness is not because you don't have a husband. The issue with your loneliness is not because you don't have a wife. Because you can be married and still got the battle of feeling by yourself. Because it can be sex with no intimacy. So now he's without his wife because she chose to stay by her father. He has a best friend, Jonathan, but because of the complicated circumstances, he has to stay at a distance. And now he's left in the cave of a doolum, a lonely place. Now, I know first we're going to talk about eventually how other people come to be with him and his, his parents here. I mean, you know, they hear about it, his brothers hear about it and they come and support him. But before that happened, he was left alone. He was left almost like this section right here in a dog place. Where's our light at? So who do you talk to when you're alone? Help me. Now, I know. I'm going to talk about prayer. Right. Pray. Call on Jesus. See, the, the, the challenge with Jesus being with me, and I'm just going to be honest with you all, you can judge me later for it. It's I know he's with me, but I can't touch him. I just say, oh, wait, Shaniqua, I'll talk to you. No. As long as you got Jesus. Yeah, I know I got Jesus. But sometimes I wish I could feel his physical arms. I need to know I'm not in this cave by myself. Yeah, I know I got to talk to God. But what happens when you talk to God and all you do is hear yourself talking? It will mess with your faith. So who do you talk to when you're going through a lonely place? How do you survive it? I'm going to tell you who you talk to. Talk to yourself. I need you to look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, coach yourself through this place. Talk your way through it. Talk your way out of it. I read the scripture today in Psalm 42 and he asked the question, why are you cast down, oh my soul? He was talking to himself. 
Because even when David ended up with a lot of people, he was still alone. He was by himself. He had all these soldiers fighting with him and then they started conspiring to kill him. And you know what he did? He encouraged himself in the Lord. There gonna come a time in your life where your counselors need counseling. There gonna come a time in your life where your prophets need a word. There's gonna come a time in your life where your encourager gonna be going through their own stuff. You gonna have to learn how to coach yourself through. You've been in church long enough. You know enough scriptures. You got enough history with God to get yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, "Okay, girl, get yourself together. Come on, put your. You ain't got to look like what you're going through. Come on, put a little stuff on your eyes. Come on, put a little couple." lashes on you gotta put the long ones on because you ain't gotta try to prove now just put a little something on just to know that I'm not I may be going through depression but I'm not depression pass my time tell your neighbor coach yourself through it then number two you got to serve even while you're dealing with loneliness one of the reasons why some people are suffering from loneliness is because they lack a sense of purpose they lack a sense of value Find a purpose. When you serve something greater than you, you will discover purpose. You always looking for somebody to rescue you. Maybe when you start rescuing somebody else, that will be your rescue. When, maybe when you start participating in somebody else's deliverance, maybe you'll find your deliverance. When you start ministering to somebody else's healing, while you're moving and speaking to somebody, the word is not just for the hearer, but the word is for the speaker. Hallelujah. I need you to look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, healing is your portion. Healing is your inheritance. You get to be healed too. And while you're encouraging somebody you'll mess around and encourage yourself while you prophesying and preaching to somebody you'll turn around and say oh that's my word that was for me then, then what do you do the last thing I'm past my time but what do you do what do you do when you're dealing with loneliness tell your neighbor you worship you worship Psalm 57 David acknowledges his emotions hallelujah he acknowledges his situation but then he turns around and he begins to worship the Lord because where there's loneliness that means there's a void and there's an emptiness but David says thy presence in that presence is the fullness of joy and at the right hand there are pleasures forevermore somebody shout azar in other words he's saying God is my help the word azar don't just mean help but it means health it means God is my health that means if I'm mentally ill he's my azar he is my health and he said beloved I wish above all things that ye prosper and be in good health even as a soul prosper the word azar means victory that means everywhere you go you may be in a lonely place but I want you to lay hands on your neighbor and say neighbor I found victory even in the cave I found victory even in the dark place oh God he's my Ebenezer he's my Azar he is my salvation when my mother and my father forsake me then 
then the Lord would raise me up a thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand but it will not come nigh thee with long life he said I'll satisfy you lay hands on your neighbor and said neighbor you gotta survive this place get out of your seat and tell one person said neighbor you got to survive this place it's a holding place but not a permanent place when you come out of the cave you're gonna have a revelation of God that's why David declared in Psalm 23 the Lord is not he was but the Lord is my shepherd my is possessive that means he belongs to me my shepherd I shall not want even when I'm out anxiety even when I'm frustrated he maketh me to lie down in green pastures and then he grabs me and he leadeth me beside still waters he know my nerves have been tore up I got PTSD from the trauma of my past so when I get ready to drink he don't take me by running water but he takes me by still water he leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake tell somebody he's gonna do it for his namesake he said my name is on you and I'll lead you in the paths of righteousness for my namesake thou anointed my head with oil when did he do it not in the court but he did it in the cave he anointed me in obscurity he anointed me in darkness while tears were coming down my face scream at somebody say he anointed me when I was rocking back and forth he was anointing me when I was fighting depression. He was anointing me, anointing my head with oil and my cup. Run it over. Run to somebody and tell them I'm going to bless you. When I come out of this, when I come out of this lonely place, I'm going to bless you because I'm going to be in the overflow. My cup. My cup, 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 run it over, surely, 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 surely. If I can just survive this place, surely. If I can just survive this season, surely.
goodness and mercy gonna follow me all the days the cave is temporary but goodness and mercy is for all the days you all stand and I will dwell in the house of the Lord I will dwell in the house of the Lord and I will dwell I will dwell I will dwell hey this is Bishop S.Y. Younger thank you for watching this video and now what I need you to do is like and subscribe to this YouTube channel so you can continue to get more inspirational, motivational, and gospel content in your direction.